Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening. It is here that all are invited to this happy place where the young and young at heart can explore, laugh, and listen together. Get ready as the magic awaits you like never before. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. I'm AJ, joined here by my lovely co-host, Jarrett. Hey, 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 what up? Mitch. Jumbo. And oh, Hunter. Hello. Skip. And unfortunately, Corey could not join us tonight because he is going on another DCP. You heard it right here, folks. He joined college again, and he is headed back to DCP, leaving so us all So proud of him. So proud of him. We love that man. He won't Speaking- graduate again. <laughs> he's just never going to graduate no that's what ucf stands for you can't finish so there you go. <laughs> wow <laughs> stuck in college forever all right boys and girls speaking of the dcp that is the topic of our episode today so you probably have heard us say dcp a lot and basically what that is is the disney college program basically any time between your second semester of freshman year all the way up until six Six months after you graduate, you can apply and get into the Disney College program. It counts as an internship, but it also does pay. Not well, but it pays. And you get to work right here in the happiest place on earth, Disney World or even Disneyland if you so choose so. So all of us are going to do a quick introduction of who we are, what our roles were, when we did this, because some of us did it last year. Some of us did this way I don't want to talk about it. it. <laughs> so speaking of that. Not, I don't remember much. It was the first yeah. alumni. Thank you. Elders first. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, also, AJ, real quick, I went on the DCP page real quick, and it's up to 12 months in advance. Or Oh, I forgot that they changed now. that rule. Yeah, I didn't even know that, so I just caught that. Yeah, it literally changed while I was on my CP because I had friends being like, uh, I'm going to imply again. Are you kidding me? Which I'll give you a little little tip for you if you're outside of that range later on in the show. Um, but so, yeah, I did the fall advantage in 2008. Yikes. So fall advantage, it was seven months long. <laughs> Don't say yikes. Okay, listen. That was 10 years before my program. Let's start there. Gosh, yeah, that's 11 big years yikes. ago. <laughs> Actually, oh my gosh, May, I think May 19th was my first day. So that's coming up. Mm-hmm. It's almost so 11 years, years from now. So anyways, I uh, did the fall advantage 2008. Uh, I actually was at Michigan State for two years in pre-nursing, and I absolutely hated it. Um, and I was so undecided on what I wanted to do with my major. And a buddy of mine at Michigan State did the program, uh, and he kind of just told me all about it, fell in love. I was a big Disney fan. My family was big Disney people. So, uh, so I ended up doing it then. And then I worked at Test Track there. So I was in attractions uh, at the old test track for all you newbies and millennials. The and best test wrestling. track of all time. The Thank best you. one. The OG. A lot of people listening right now that are probably applying for the Disney College program or just did, they probably haven't even been on that ride yet or ever. ever. But <laughs> I loved old test track compared to new test track. It'll be forever in my heart. But yes, I did that uh, in attractions. And I worked or I lived at Chatham. So for those of you that are in the college program right now, I am in. I was in Chatham Apartments, got moved into Patterson Apartments, which that was when they first opened Patterson Apartments. Ooh, so I was the wow. first person to live in 14101 Patterson. Wow. Just saying. So that was my life in the CP days, 11 years ago. Yeah. How about <laughs> you, Mitch? 11 years ago. So <laughs> Back and on. I did two college programs. The first one was it was fall of 2016. Um, I was at Blizzard Beach Slide Operations. And then I came back um, in, what was that? Spring of 2017 and did another college program. And on my phone interview, they were like, oh, we saw you were at Blizzard Beach, your first program. They're like, what would you think about going back? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, we know I'm not going to say no because I loved it and knew everyone there. So I decided to go back. But whenever I was there, but whenever I was there, we went down for uh, refurbishment and they sent me to Epcot festivals. So like food and wine. And I was on the opening team for holidays around the world, which is now, I forget what they call it now, but I was on the opening team for that, which was really cool. And I lived in Chatham, my first program. And then during my extension, got moved to Commons. But then my second program, I lived off site. So I got the best of both worlds there on property and off property. So there you go. Pretty cool. 
Chad right, and Baby. Hunter, what's your story? Well, my name is Hunter, and I'm a DCP Hi, alum. Hi, <laughs> Hi everyone. <laughs> no, I um. So I fall 2015 is my junior sophomore year of college, I think. Yeah, sophomore year of college. Attractions at Magic Kingdom, right in the thick of it. It was pretty stressful and high demanding environment right across from seven doors mine train but we like to goof around over at winnie the pooh so it worked out <laughs> but lived in uh lived in vista way was kind of nervous at first because everyone was like oh it's trashy it's you know vista slay home of the best oh, music the video slay. of all time <laughs> great was music ranked, video. Like, number never mind that's Wait, a we'll post it. We'll post it. there's a music video there yeah jared oh. showed us Oh, wow. dude, yeah, I'll post it on social media for sure. Very nice, very nice. That's well, another three minutes I'm never going to get back from my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. Well, lived in Vista, short, long story short, went well. I think it's just as all right as any of the other housing situations that they have, so liked it. Good Love times. It. All right, and I'm AJ. As you heard, I came in a full 10 years after Jarrett for Fall Advantage <laughs> 2018. <laughs> where. <laughs> I can't even. AJ was like eight years old. Never Jared started her CP. I was not eight. I was <laughs> yeah, ten. She was probably like ten. Yeah. That's I was ten. Give me, give me my double digits. Anyways, that is a dang. I was a deep water <laughs> lifeguard at Typhoon Lagoon, and also worked at like a lot of the resorts. And then once uh, Blizzard Beach went down for refurb, I got moved to the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor on Main Street, where I did quick service food and beverage. I lived in Patterson for most of my CP and. Lived in Vista for a little while, and honestly, Vista's not as bad as they say it is. It's no, just... no, no. And Patterson is Catterson, has all the cats, so that was a huge plus. Oh, did, yeah, that was like a negative for me, because I don't I like cats. Them. I love them. Okay, like I don't cats. even like cats. I just love that there were animals around, because it would piss off the security guards, and you would just see them like running around on their little golf carts trying to chase these little fair cats. It was really and cute. We, uh, we are, for those of you that don't know, we are literally talking about stray cats everywhere. Oh, yeah. That complex. Like feral cats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyways, so our next little topic is the application process. I get this question all the time on my DCP page, so if you don't follow it, at DCPAJ. Anyways. Plug. <laughs> plug it. Shameless plug. <laughs> but I get questions asked all the time. They're like, how do you apply for this? what does it take? Like, is it easy? Is it hard? It is one of the hardest applications, like the application processes you will ever do. I read the statistic that was like 53,000 people applied last year and only like 1,500 got in. So it's a, the odds are not in your favor. But anyway, true. So for me personally, so there's an application that you fill out online and then a web-based interview, which is basically asking like, oh, do you like working with people? Do you smile? Are you energetic? Yada, yada. And if you don't answer the way Disney wants you to, you're automatically denied. So obviously- It sounds to me like those questions are all questions. Like even if I didn't like some of those, I wouldn't know how to answer those questions. Exactly. exactly. It should be like, so easy. Hard. I can do it. But I've seen many posts on like Twitter and stuff being like, oh my God, I can't believe I failed my web-based interview. And it's like, <laughs> do you know what company you're trying to work for? Do you not smile? Are you kidding me? But so, you know, even if you're not the most friendly person, you should- be smart enough to know how to answer those. <laughs> and then hopefully you get your phone interview, which is a super easy, like 10 minute interview where they go over your application, kind of ask you about like your preferences in life. They'll ask you about like, oh, why do you choose want to work for Disney? Why'd you choose these roles? Yada, yada, yada. And then decision day. So personally for me, this process took a really long time. So I put in my application in like mid-February, had my web-based interview immediately, which was really cool because some people wait like weeks for that. And then my phone interview was March 13th and the lady was like, you'll hear back in two weeks. Well, then two weeks went by three weeks, four weeks, finally two months later. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Did, did you wait that long? It was so bad. It was literally the very last day of like acceptances oh. within the 30 minute time span. I actually got waitlisted. So I got this email that was like, you're not no longer in consideration, but we're putting you on this wait list. You're not guaranteed look for other plans this summer and luckily I found out like within the next three days that I got it so that was really exciting because <laughs> yeah. it was yeah it was not a fun time on that wait list but it's super competitive so I know people that have done this application process like four or five times and have never gotten in so yeah, yeah. this is um this kind of showcases like how old I am I guess 
but it also <laughs> is a testament to how popular the program is and how much you'll learn and how much people enjoy it. But when I did mine, it was actually super easy to get in. Like you, if people didn't get in, uh, you had to have ultimately just screwed up. Like they were like begging <laughs> for people to apply um, when I applied. So yeah, I mean, no, I still like to think I would have got in now, but who knows? But anyways, so that's a testament, like how many people have been like trying to join year in and year out and and what it's become now where, like you said, like so many people get denied now and people who want to do it like a second time, it's really challenging for them to get back. So yeah, like on that note, program. I applied for the summer alumni program and found out that I didn't get in and I was shocked because I was like, I had two different roles, was just coming off this. I'm literally living in Orlando and majoring in hospitality. So yeah shows you that even people you think might be perfect don't get in or people that are really terrible get in because I know some of my people that were on the last college program that are going back yeah. that had like 29 points on their record cards which is just insane oh, crazy <laughs> yeah so you know the application process is quite quite hard <laughs> from looking at I think like summer alumni is the hardest fall yes. is the second hardest and spring is the easiest of them all because everybody's graduating in the fall or everybody's graduating in the spring and applying for fall or they're graduating in spring and applying for summer alumni or something like that. Exactly. Like so, so I will say, so we were talking earlier about how you have to, well now it's, you have to be within 12 months. So say you graduated, you have to apply within 12 months after you graduated. You can't wait like two years and then apply. Um, this was for a professional internship, but here's a little trick for you. So say you're outside of that. Uh, I'd had my academic advisor from my university. She was a big Disney person, actually. And I told her like how bad I wanted to go back down on this professional internship. But, and this is, again, I, was, I think I was like a, I was a year out of school at this point, but it was within six months at that time, too. Um, but she told me that if I applied for one class, like a one-credit class, and then the moment I got accepted, dropped the class while it's still free, Disney does not care after they hire you. They won't look back and say, sorry, you can't work here anymore. We see that you're not taking the class. So there is a loophole in the mm -hmm. system. And they barely check what school That's you go to. Like literally all I had to put yeah. down was my name tag, Wesleyan University, and that was it. Yeah. Like they did not check my transcript, nothing like that. It might be different for professional internships, but like mm -hmm. did not care. So weird, not weird. I'm not going to judge, but I, my mom saw something on the Facebook page that there is currently a mother son duo doing the Disney college program. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where the mom applied for college classes and is now eligible because there's no age limit. Go mom. Yeah. So she's <laughs> living in Patterson. Would, that'd be interesting. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I know. I told my mom, I was like, I love you, but this is something I would want to do on my own. <laughs> I don't and I not to. want you living in the apartment above me. No. <laughs> That's crazy. Good for them. Yeah. Just like, so goes a show. Anybody <laughs> can bad enough. <laughs> get, get one class at your local community college and you're in. Literally. Yeah. Right. You just cannot count for your first semester of freshman year. That's yeah. the only thing. Yep. yep. All right. Well, so on to the next topic, I wanted all of us to explain our roles as well as any roles that we know of, because in the Disney College program, you have a huge variety of roles that you can take on. Anything from photo pass to character performer, character attendant, attractions, watercraft, any, like literally anything you can think of, you can do. So you've heard, we've had quite a few different things. Jared, do you want to start explaining your role in attractions? Yeah, sure. Thing. So, um, so when it comes to attractions, I think that one is probably the most self-explanatory other than like a lifeguard or something, but okay. Attractions. No, I'm saying, but every, <laughs> you hear that, you know what it is, but oh, okay. anyways, like attractions, it is, you know, you think it's just maybe like going and you're just pushing a green button, sending cars, but there's a lot more to it. I mean, if you're at like a really busy attraction, I mean, there's a lot that goes into managing like a big queue line of an hour and a half long of people and, you know, trying to get as many people on the ride off on and off as possible. You have managers that are constantly like, you know, trying to get on you with that. And then the safety portion of it too is probably the biggest thing. Safety begins with me. They'll preach it to you every day. But um, that portion was the one that I think when I started doing attractions, you don't even think about, but it's just like pounded in your head, like all these different safety. Cause again, it's, you know, those people, they're, 
you're the one taking care of them. So say someone jumps on a ride path and you miss it and you send a vehicle off, guess what? Like that's on you that you missed it. So you constantly like have to be on your A game. Um, even at a place I'm sure like Hunter, you can attest, but like Winnie the Pooh, you would think like nothing can go wrong with Winnie the Pooh, but guess what? There's a huge electric voltage super, bar down super there. Super dangerous like, attraction. I think it's the most dangerous all in all of Disney World. You don't want to get hit with a honey pot. It's like hundreds of thousands of deadly volts, right? Six <laughs> feet away from no, I don't know. I don't know how much it is, but but yeah. that's like, so, so like attractions, I honestly enjoyed it. That's what I signed up for. Um, I know in the interview when they asked, you know, I see you signed up for attractions. Is that your number one? Of course. Like, I think actually we got to list like our top three and attractions was my first, but mm-hmm. um, also keep in mind. Uh, so again, for the interview, I don't know if they would still ask it, but I know for, uh, for mine, they asked what I want to do food and beverage or custodial um, because or what was it food and beverage or, or housekeeping? Um, the high demand ones. Yeah, it's, it's very high demand. They need a lot of them. And I don't think those are always the first preference when people say, I want to work for Disney. I want to do food and beverage, like outside selling a turkey leg at a, you know, whatever. <laughs> but when I, what I, what I told them was honestly, that's not ideal. And that's not something that I'm very passionate about, but I would do it because I want, I really want to work for the company. So like, don't be afraid to tell them, that's honestly just not an interest of yours. But again, if you follow it up with, but guess what? Like, I'm just trying to get my foot in the door of the company. And if this is what I need to do, then what I need to do. So again, don't feel like all your answers have to be like, yes, of course, I would absolutely love this. Like they want to hear just yourself. What they want if you hear. say it like that, you'll end up at food and beverage. And you don't want to be doing something on it. Like, don't send it for custodial if you get queasy in bathrooms. Don't send it for lifeguarding if you get, like, yeah. anxious and high-pressure situations. You can't swim. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. they didn't even – okay, fun fact. In my phone interview, they didn't even ask me if I could swim. They just gave me lifeguard. Not only that, they gave me deep water lifeguard and just <laughs> hoped I could swim, I guess. And I'm assuming it's because they saw I'm an athlete because, like, everyone that was a deep water lifeguard either had previous experience or were athletes. But they did not ask me a single question about lifeguarding in my phone interview. That's not a single one. unreal. Yeah. I don't know what their process is with it, but so real quick, but when I say that, please don't ever feel discouraged. Like say you apply for the college program and you get one of those roles. Like I'm not saying those are bad roles by any means, like anywhere you work with Disney, it's going to be a solid experience. It's what, what you, you make of it. Yeah. It's what, it's what you make of it. Yeah. Like it's the people you work with. If you grow like a good relationship with those people you work with, it, it doesn't matter if you're cleaning up ice cream spills or having a good time, you know, saving people in the pools. Like it's, you're going to love you no matter what. So just keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, that's my two cents. Well, it looks like we've had an unexpected guest join us on the pod. <laughs> the big guy. Can I get in? Corey, welcome back from your DCP. Did you self term already? Hey guys. Hey everybody. Hey. <laughs> going on and the video you got the video the video is back so you know aj take another pick (laughs) bet (laughs) make it till the end of the episode and we'll talk all right thanks a lot true you guys you guys just keep on going all right so we stopped talking about Corey at this point everyone we need to get a different topic now all right so mitch (laughs) do you want to or actually hunter do you want to touch on attractions anymore uh yeah i can add a little bit to it um so I was at Pooh and Mad Tea Party. So obviously, when you think attractions and you're like, I'm going to work attractions at Disney, you're thinking Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, you know, Test Track even, all those cool rides. But I honestly got Pooh and the Mad Tea Party was a little bit discouraged the first time I saw it, just because I was like, Corey can talk about his experience too. Oh, man. <laughs> you guys both got kind of shafted on your back. <laughs> I, did, I did see the silver lining because, you know, it's in Fantasyland. It's in Magic Kingdom. It's like ground zero for actual Disney, Disney kind of area and part of the parks. But um, kind of hitting on what Jarrett was talking about in your phone interviews, use kind of what you're good at or what your major is. And if you can tie that into a, a role and say, I want to do attractions because I want to do you know, guest services, because that's kind of a big, and it's a, it's a, means a lot more than saying, I just really want to do it. Like, for example, I was a physics major in college and I was into engineering a lot. And I was like, I want to build roller coasters. I want to be a ride engineer. 
I think attractions would fit in well and help me get my foot in the door and all that. And then you, they asked, would you be comfortable with doing custodial housekeeping, that kind of stuff? And I was like, yes, kind of the same thing Jarrett said, I'd be open to it. It's not ideal. But as long as they know you're open and willing to work and, you know, put in the time and be content with what you get, they're going to try and put you kind of where you're going to thrive and what you're where your passion is as well. So even though I was at Pooh in the Mad Tea Party, I still got to operate the ride control systems at Pooh. It's just as complicated as if not more than any other ride. And then- not um test track. Huh? Not test tracks. Do the test track cars test um, would have dominated float in the, in the rainy storm? If you would have seen our tower at test track. You would have <laughs> crapped your pants. All right, all right. I did have a little- I had a little one-person console pool. All we had were pressure- at poo all we had were pressure plates and a couple of little laser sensors i forgot what the name of them was but i like um, laser sensors yeah laser sensors they're real high tech but um oh man what was i gonna say oh I'm sorry sorry dang jerry you really got me off track get there. passionate but my passion for That's a track. Part, apart from your role it is about who you meet it's about what connections you make because i did a deal called Dewey, which was Disney's ultimate engineering experience. And I did Tech Behind the Dreams, which was another kind of Imagineering hosted event where they showed you the animatronics. They took you to uh, the backstage, you know, Imagineering headquarters where they're building all the C-3PO's and the new uh, Boba Fett mask, which we weren't allowed to tell anyone that Boba Fett was coming to Hollywood Studios. And that was awesome. But you get to see all those kind of things. You get to meet a bunch of Imagineers or, you know, hire executives in whatever field that you want to get into. And there's opportunities to do all that kind of stuff. Um, one more quick thing. I was riding the bus back from magic kingdom to West clock, the West clock bus. Is that what they still call it? Yeah, it's like but, the night of the museum bus. Yeah. Yeah. So I was riding that back and I was sitting down and the guy sitting next to me, I guess he initiated the conversation. I was like, well, what do you do here? And he's like, Oh, I'm the lead choreographer for all Disney parades and stage oh shows. And I'm like, Oh, that's insane. It's, it's like, it's interesting. You're on this bus just sitting right next to me. So we ended up yeah. talking a little bit. And it's like, like all the leaders and stuff have like the important people get their own bus. Oh, well maybe this won't happen to y'all in your next program then. <laughs> <laughs> but, but just, but just, just goes to show know. if I was into like the arts or dance or whatever that is, that's like a huge connection. That's just kind of like a, you know, run of the mill kind of thing you had in Disney back then. I don't know about it anymore because they got special buses, but they got yeah. like their own parking lot too. Well then, I know they think they're, but like what he said was true. Like, and Disney, believe it or not, is so small. Like, it's insane the amount of people you meet, the amount of people who know other people who know you. It's just everyone you meet is like two degrees of separation from everyone else. It's yeah. insane how small Disney is, and you, if you make the right connections and you actively try to make those connections and network, you'll go places. Like. It's all what you make of it. And I'm sure like if you have a cool leader like Jarrett or something and you're like, That's right, baby. Hey Jarrett, I got I got food and beverage here in Africa and it sucks and I love attractions. Do you know anyone that you can, you know, introduce me to or something like that? I'm right, sure right. leaders would be cool to say, Oh yeah, well I'll introduce you to so and so and you can I was going to say like, that's something we did on a daily basis. Like, and that's, that was probably my favorite part of my job is being able to assist with, you know, watching someone's career grow within the company. So right. like, it's not something that's like, oh, you know, I got to put on this extra weight on like my leader's, you know, calendar. And like, he's not going to be happy that I'm meeting with him and I want him to like introduce me to some people. No, like that's our job. That's what we like to do. So um, right. yeah, definitely. And that's what I got. Enjoy it. Corey, you were attractions, right. bud. I was attractions. I was, I, but I'll leave it to AJ if she wants me to go. But if you guys got a little system going here. No, um, if you have anything you want to add to attractions as a role, like any tips, tricks, things you loved, anything like that, do you have any information for them? I think when it comes to attractions, I mean, just, I mean, if I could just start kind of at the beginning with it all, just because I'm kind of coming in blind here. 2009. Tell the listeners did. what year you did the college program. Oh, so I did the college program back in 2008. Oh uh, my god! Well, that's a hot take. All right, I'm not the only one, baby. <laughs> I was in ten years before. I was in fifth grade. AJ yeah. was ten. These, I was ten yeah, years old. You know, these these, these kids were young, but I'm telling you, I just kind of went back through the whole system again with traditions and uh, just cycling back with Disneyland right now, and a lot of it's still 
very much the same as even when you're coming in as a cast member. Uh, so, I mean, I know everybody kind of said, Jared had already talked about it before about being honest, but for me specifically, uh, you know, I wanted to spiel. I wanted to be part of entertainment and attractions in some way. Great movie ride, Tower of Terror. Uh, you know, those those uh, those roles that really had, you know, really something to bring to the to the guests when they came on to the attraction and whatnot. Leading right up, I think it was right before I was leaving. They asked me. They called me and said, "Hey, how are you with kids?" I, I don't know. I, I like kids. Why not? Kids are great. I love kids. Sure. Not knowing that that was what was going to seal my fate uh, in the beginning when I got to Disney and kind of kind of what Hunter touched on, you know, thinking I'm going into one of these, you know, attractions that I kind of really wanted. And then I got the park that I wanted, Hollywood Studios, but they gave me Playhouse Disney live on stage and Voyage of the Little Mermaid. And at first, you know, I'm leaving home for eight months. I'm, 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 I'll be honest with you. I, I cried a little bit. This is what I'm going to be doing. This is what I'm telling my friends, these two little, you know, kid little attraction kind of things and these shows. Uh, but it ended up being the best possible thing for me because who I met there, the actors, the puppeteers, the stage managers, I got linked in with guys who did headshots and things like that. Things that I used down the line, uh, that kind of helped me in my personal career that got me to Hollywood all these years later. Um, so you really never know and how everybody's kind of been talking. There's endless possibilities. You never know who you're going to meet. You never know what position you're going to be in, who you're going to talk to. Do a good job where you are. Be the best that you can be. Nobody wants to hear that, oh, I hate my job. It sucks. I want to hear, okay, well, what are you doing? Leave it better than you found it. Do a great job. And when it comes time that we can move you into a different role, guess what? A great manager like Jared is going to see you and move you into that role. Mm-hmm. If you want <laughs> an easy some. job, a job where what you do isn't going to matter or anything like that, don't go to Disney. Yeah, like, exactly. It, like, no, said, leave it better than you found it. I will, I will say that, (laughs) and I will say that 100%. If you're going into the college program, yes, you get paid. Yes, you get housing. Yes, you get transportation. But if you're going in for those reasons, thinking, oh, I'm going to get paid and all that stuff. Absolutely not. Do it because you love making people smile. Do it because you love Disney and you just love that rewarding, rewarding people in it all. Because if you don't, you're going to have a terrible time you're probably gonna leave your program early we've all seen it a million times one last thing to touch on that i actually posted something on my dcp page where someone was like do you recommend this program and i said yes yes a million times yes someone responded back and said oh my gosh i can't believe you said that like everyone i've ever talked to has been negative about it you're the only one i've ever seen that actually liked their program and i was straight up with her i was like this was the hardest time of my life. Like I went through some serious stuff in my personal life and my work life, anything like that, anything to think of, I went through it, but it's all what you make of it. And like, if you're not going to try to grow from this experience, then why go? And it really, it really made me angry when all you do is hear people complain. Yeah. Yep. Happiest place on earth. Don't, don't rain on other people's parades. Are you the kidding world, me? Yeah. The world's at your fingertips. Like you have so many resources to like, I mean, it sounds corny, but like make magic for guests and have fun with your job and the people that you're working with. And if you're not using that and you're, like you said, you're just going to work to make money and guess what? I'm having a miserable time. Cause I'm working a 12 hour day. Like Corey and I, I remember that's how Corey and I met was on the college program. Like, I mean, we were working 70, 80 hour work weeks sometimes. Like especially during week- that CP gap. Oh God, that was, <laughs> that was brutal. But like, it was long hours. Like, don't get me wrong. I was super tired, but like there wasn't a day that I was going to complain. Like I still was out there having a great time, enjoying life and, you know, guests are coming up and it's, if you've had a real job before that, you know that that's not a job. Like <laughs> you're literally just out there having a good time. So yeah. um, just enjoy it for sure. I I always said there was never a day that I woke up that I said, Oh, I gotta go to work today. Uh-huh. I yeah. gotta go to work today. It, it was never that. It was you never get that. To go to work. Yeah. Yeah. You get to go to Disney. <laughs> you get to yep. you're having a bad day? Go ride a ride after you get off. I mean it just driving under, driving under the sign every day was the best part. You just like, you drove under the sign. Like you, you did it routinely. Like that was just oh, yeah. true. Like people get annoyed that I post on my Snapchat all the time and I'm like, well, it makes me happy, so I don't care. Too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People always do that even back home now. We're like, Oh, you're going back to Disney and I'm like, Yeah, that's where I'm Hell happy. Yeah, at. I am. That's where I'm happy at. Like that's like you go to work every day and you're happy, like Mm-hmm. just because of the people you're with and you know the opportunity like you're so grateful for the opportunity to work for a company like that because there's other companies that don't treat you the same way and don't respect you the same way disney does and the way they treat yeah. their employees 
-hmm. So, I mean, is this, like you said, endless opportunities and even with like Disney Aspire and them showing that they're investing in their employees, like go back to school yeah. and better yourselves, come back here for a better job. Like them doing that also shows how good of a company they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I but, will, I, I will say if they do call you and offer you the CP program, uh, inside the tower of terror, um, <laughs> it's out there in the middle of the road in the median. It's a big tower of terror thing. And it's, it's moving the elevators. Going oh up yeah. And down. Dude, that's the best. <laughs> Don't what? take that job. <laughs> oh, step in that tower. You're driving up the I'm like the. <laughs> we used to always joke like I don't know why we always said that. We were like, damn, those CPs got it rough that they just got to sit in that little sign with just that. Does that sign <laughs> still a? Does that sign still exist? Yes. For those of you who don't so. know what they're talking about, because that took me a hot minute. There's an advertisement. A giant. It's not even a billboard. It's this huge tower in the middle of a median that has this like movable part that looks like the elevator from Tower of Terror and it has all these people inside and it's a big advertisement for Tower of Terror. And I can't believe that you thought people were in that or made that joke. <laughs> like, wow, those CPs are really... <laughs> Look at Tom. Tom is still in there. He's working a 16-hour day. Just... stealing that. Yeah, from stealing that joke. All right. So one more. One question for Corey. Cool. Yeah, because I'm interested. So attractions, safety mm -hmm. begins with me. Safety is yeah. a big key. So at um, the uh, Playhouse, Playhouse Disney, was it? Mm -hmm. what, what, what was your uh, big safety concerns there? Did you, get an e do you uh, have an e-stop for the puppets or, or no, what? No, not, not necessarily. I think a <laughs> stop for the puppets. <laughs> uh, no, stop. a lot of it, I mean, a lot of it definitely played it with all, of course, all the yellow lines and stuff like that. We had barriers and oh. stuff, which guests, you know, had to stay behind and stuff just for their own safety. Mermaid was a little crazy just because it was pitch black in there for a lot of the show parts. Uh -huh. uh, so, yes, you had to kind of look out for the performer safety if, with flash photography, which I know sounds kind of minuscule and stupid in the realm of test track and tower and rock and roller coaster and stuff. Nothing uh, is stupid. Anything can but, be wrong. I mean, but you have people that are performing in pitch black uh, with puppets going in the black light and stuff like that. They can't see anything other than what they're doing and they rehearse their movements. Uh, so, things like that. And then over at Playhouse, Again, there had to be a certain distance back from the stage and things like that. And I think honestly, it was more <laughs> safety for the performers. Now that I think back to it, I mean, we had some automated doors and whatnot, but nothing, nothing too crazy over there. Just the occasional honest, door closing on a stroller, you know. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll stick to the I'll stick to the college program with all that because I mean we had Cali River Rapids, but I could go into safety all day over that. But that's cool. that was down the line. What we'll, we'll have a when we went to the full time episode oh, uh, later on. Oh man! All right, so we got kind of away from our original topic. Mitch, do you want to touch on slide hopping and your role as a slide? So, <laughs> I'm just gonna touch on recreation as a whole. I mean, AJ, you know, working for the water parks, we're kind of in like the lost part of Disney World, like. Yes. Whenever you think Disney World, you think of, you know, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom. People everyone always say the four parks of Disney World. I like yeah. to correct them that they're six. They're six. And everyone forgets about the water parks, which, you know, is crazy. <laughs> half, half. Maybe like five parks. Five and a quarter. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. If they let us in for free, I would be all about calling it a six park. We, if you're going to call it a six park, you have to call it an eight park because of the two, two mini golf courses. Sorry, guys. 2008. 2008. They were Oh, I will say that if you work at the water parks you get in for free all year round but if you do not work for the water parks you do get blocked out during the summer yeah. but i just think that working at the water parks i mean like i've worked at epcot doing festivals and stuff and i've you know i have so many friends around the disney area but i think that working at the water parks it's a big family like that is like that was the one thing i got from that it was a family atmosphere where it was like everyone knew each other whether you were a slide up whether you were merchandise food and beverage Everyone there worked together every single day. Everyone knew each other. Cause it was like a small town almost. You went to work with the same people. And it wasn't like Magic Kingdom where you're working with thousands of other people. You were only with a couple hundred a day. There were some people park. in like poo cups that I never met. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. So I got to like, thing. really? I got no, to like no. month number like three or four. And I'd like show up doors like. The water parks become a family. It's yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of like if, if you're not at work one day, you call out like you have like six people texting you and be like, "Where are you at? Where are you at?" It's kind of like a principal almost. Like you're gonna get detention because you're not at work. Because <laughs> everyone knows where you're at at all times. Jared, Jared, was that like that a test track for you? No. Oh, okay, hold on. I was just thinking because this is really random, and I'll I'll be quick with this. 
But Test Track has like 15 to 20 positions out there. And I knew every single person. Yeah. They're like, it was a close. Okay, yeah. but did you know has what, like Whoa. <laughs> did you know everyone Poo in your party? And teacups. Oh. So oh. six. Cups. There's a difference. Two and cups. Okay, sorry. You have six positions. Hey. Well, because like. That was stroller, stroller assist, greeter, fast pass. No, we don't go. No, we're Hold talking cups merge. Come maybe on, not. Okay. We're going to talk about this off air, okay? Yeah, maybe not everybody in the park, but you get eventually in your time slots, whether you're AM or PM and things like that. A lot of the college programmers obviously come in at night and all, so you kind of get familiar with everybody on the bus, but no, yeah, you, guys probably, you guys probably had it a lot. Yeah, more, well, more yeah but, the, but the thing for you guys was like working at like test tracks, for example, like you don't know people that work at like, um, you know, uh what was it what's the place i can't think of it right now i'm like drawing like a mission blank space. mission space yeah mission it's space so and stuff like you don't know hey, them yeah, what yeah, i'm yeah. saying is like is if i'm a slide off i know people work in food and beverage like i know them personally because i see them every single day that's true so oh. it's like only place where you can cross lines of business and like make connections with their managers their proprietors and stuff so you can expand yourself out because everyone there knows each other like you guys said it's kind of like if you know one person you can make that connection like i, I find it funny is like Someone back here at home will be like, oh, you did the college program? Do you know this person? And I'm like, I don't know. We probably crossed paths at some point. And I would go on Facebook and, like, type in their name. We'd have, like, eight mutual friends. Yeah. So, like, you just – That happened to us at lunch the other day with your friend Parker. No, uh, Patrick, yeah. Patrick, Patrick, yeah, sorry. All right, so, so for those of you who don't know, this past, week, this past week, Hunter, AJ, and I, we met up for a quick beverage at um, – where was that? Uh, what's it called? Outer, Outer Rim. Room at Outer Rim, yeah. Outer so, Rim, my friend Patrick – my friend Patrick came to meet us and we sat down, we started talking and Patrick actually his ex-girlfriend um, knew one of Hunter's college teammates from Texas. So like that, it was just a weird connection how we all Yeah, like, and he had a picture, like I had met him before, didn't realize it until he was telling me a story yeah. and he had a picture of me and my friend on his phone and was like, wait, is that you? Like, it's oh, just random. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's definitely, crazy. that's, yeah, that's Disney small. is small. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. You wouldn't yeah. think of it, but it is. Yeah. All right. I want to touch on my two roles super quickly, and then we'll move on. But um, like Mitch said, water parks, everyone's a super small family. But with lifeguarding, so slide hopping, there's only like two resorts maybe that use slide ops. Lifeguards are used at all of the resorts. So there's a huge difference between water parks, which is like you can get deep water. The guests are changing every day. There's always somebody in the water versus resorts. Sometimes you're staring at empty water for hours and i am so happy i was a water park guard i'm sorry i would have gone crazy if i was a resort guard anyway <laughs> but for this role in particular if you cannot handle stress if you get anxiety easy if you don't like blood guts gore death things like that don't do it because even in like your first day of training they show you multiple videos of people dying and drowning and injuries and it's gruesome <laughs> and it's ugly <laughs> And it's, it's like a really scary reality once you start seeing things happen around the water parks and such. Resorts, not so much. Um, I was deployed at a resort with a few friends, and one of us jumped twice. Which, at a water park, if we had only jumped twice that day, that means there must have only been two people in the park. Yeah, like, it's insane. And people were acting like this kid was God because he jumped twice. Like, oh my god, I can't believe you had to do that. It's like, yeah. what? Have you never seen someone jump? So there is a huge difference in culture between, like, the resorts versus the water parks, but... Again, if you can't be outside for all hours of the day, if you, you can't handle walking 25,000 to 30,000 steps a day, if you can't handle the blood, the guts, all the training, things like that, don't do it. Like, yeah. if you can't take pride in your work, then don't do it either. Can I say one more thing? Go for it. Okay, so the water parks, you, this has to be, like, proven. You have the best hours as a college pro. Like, you, oh, like, there's yeah. no better hours than working at the water parks. You're yes. 9 to 5.30 every day literally every day and then even in the summer you have like split shifts so you could work from 8 p or excuse me 8 a.m to 2 p.m or like 2 p.m to 8 p like it really varies like compared to like working at like poo cups for example you probably worked what till one in the morning sometimes oh, yeah, yeah we had oh, yeah. Oh, my latest an hour after close see oh that's nothing my latest shift for cone shop when i worked uh at the pause ice cream parlor i got at 4 45 and that was we closed at I think 2 a.m. that day, which means you really close yeah. at 2.40 because the, like the restaurant closes later. That's cleaning. That's closing. Yeah. Working at Magic Kingdom is the worst for hours, but it's really fun. <laughs> yeah. So like, I want to touch on that super quickly too. I also worked quick service food and beverage. I can't say too much about it because I worked at the ice cream parlor, which isn't real food. <laughs> like, it's not real food. So 
for me, I loved it. I loved the location. I loved what I got to work with. I love the food. I go there literally every single time I'm at Magic Kingdom. But like I said, the hours were super intense. I just, Magic Kingdom is so gross with their hours. I actually... Working in Magic Kingdom was magical, as you could probably imagine. I was going to say, after... So real quick off that too, like after my college program, I stuck around for a bit too. And I went part-time at Thunder Mountain. And I will say like, I had to work those really late hours too, where we had like magic hours till 3am and you're there till think, same. I think it was like 345 was like our latest shift, but I actually enjoyed working those shifts more than like morning shifts. It's kind of odd, but just like nighttime there, it's much oh, yeah. more relaxed too. Like the, the park's not as busy. And honestly, like a lot of the managers weren't around. It was just like the closing manager who usually was like the intern. So it was <laughs> like, usually all CPs it was much more time. relaxed. And yeah, you had all CPs. It's not your full timers yeah. that have been there for, for closing person. Yeah, true. I always thought so I actually really liked those shifts, but yeah, I just, there wasn't a ton brutal. of guest interaction for me. Cause like you got off even doors. If you were only a doors cast member, which is like the first person that leaves after we closed our doors, you were still there for an extra 45 minutes. Yeah. And then closing was an extra like two, three hours, depending on if you even got done. So like, then there's no guests. You're just sitting there cleaning. And I don't know. I'm all about the guest interaction. That's where I drew my energy from. So uh-huh. yeah, I always yep. thought like I only, I didn't have a lot of morning shifts, but I had a lot of closing shifts, but two favorites were morning shift at Magic Kingdom, like walk in through fantasy land oh, yeah. first thing in the morning, nothing's going on. It's like dark outside. It's just completely empty. And then same thing, leave in. Like you're clocked out, all the lights are out. They're still playing music, and you're just kind of walking out. And it's there's yeah. it, it a really the park being empty. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a special feeling. I'm telling Good you, feeling. even even in Hollywood Studios. Oh my gosh, that until, was in a, empty until, tower of terror. You're good. I just special. It is. It's it's really cool. Especially working at Epcot too was neat. Mm-hmm. closing the park though and when you're still there when the last park or the last guest leaves and they announce it and all of a sudden just third shift trucks just come pouring in it <laughs> scares that they almost run you over like yeah oh, they don't yeah. care well the yeah. best is like all the i don't know if this is true for everyone but like it's a huge thing where if you work on main street like your last few days you go out every single night and take pictures once all the guests are gone but like you said the trucks come out so you only have like a 15 minute maybe even if that maybe five minute gap to like get your butt up from the cafeteria get out there with your (laughs) leaders or managers taking as many photos as you possibly can before these giant trucks come down there was even one day that they were doing the move it shake it mouse get whatever parade and we just got to stand there and watch all of the parade performers in like their basic clothing go down main street and it's like 2 a.m it was the coolest thing that is pretty cool whenever they're doing their shows i got actually i picked up a shift last year yeah it was last year it was from um 11 p.m till three in the morning was at epcot it was for the um Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy, like um, what was it called? The Awesome Mix Live. Yeah. yeah. They paid us for four hours to sit there and just watch the show as they like filmed it for like a commercial. We had to watch it like twenty two times. Like it was insane, but it was so much fun because they were just, like you said, just performing. Like there's no one else in the park except for cast members. Yeah. So it was pretty neat. That's amazing. All right, I want to move on to a quick question and answer portion. So we have quite a few different things. Um, so like I said, is the Disney college program worth it i'm pretty sure if you can hear everyone's response yes it's worth it it's what you make of it know yourself before you go on it because if you're not gonna have a good time or if you're only there for the money or if you're only there for an easy job don't go and if also too if you just want to go because you love disney you might not get what you're expecting because yeah. if you love disney because of the way you experience it as a guest when you work it every day and you really hit the grind and it kind of wears on you you'll either some days lose you- that really fast and it'll ruin it for you or you'll push through and you'll learn to appreciate it a lot more. yeah and i quick. think that oh can i answer that real quick too go for it yeah here's why it's worth it the people you meet like i'm not kidding you whenever i say that i probably have a friend in every single state mm-hmm. in the united states of america and then overseas australia new zealand um london like all these different places you just you'll meet people from there and then at the end you just have connections everywhere you go it's really cool and worth it for your resume. All the above yes. of what they're saying, but worth it for your resume. I promise you every interview you'll ever walk into again the rest of your life, having Disney on your resume, they won't even talk about the job. They'll just talk about Disney the entire time. Oh, you already got the job. I just want to know more about Disney. Exactly. Trust me, Especially it'll do wonders for you. Shifts. So like I picked up a bunch of shifts for like 
working in the Starbucks bakery, which is the busiest Starbucks on earth. Hell yeah, that's going on my resume. I might've only worked there four or five times, but I put down that I worked there for two months. Hell yeah, I was an operations assistant. Like you can pick up these really cool shifts that like don't need any training, such as pack shifts. And like, it's just experience, resume builder, experience builder, whatever you want to call it. It's phenomenal. Really quick. Yes or no answer from everybody. Did working for Disney ruin Disney magic for you? I get that question all the time. For me, no, it only helped it. Oof. I'm, I'm going to say kind no. of. No. <laughs> kind of, but no. No, I'll say, I'll say no, because now you're on the other side creating the magic for everybody. So, no, it didn't ruin it for me. I was going to say no. I mean, I don't think all of us would be doing this if it would have, like, ruined magic, honestly. Yeah. I'll say yeah. no, too. It gives you a completely different view of it, I think. Agreed. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. That's what I would answer. Good answer. All right. So one of my followers, Brittany Cox, shout out to you. You're the best. What up, Brittany? A ton of questions. So first one, which was interesting, was does Disney pay for your plane ticket for travel? The answer is no. You have to figure out how to get to Disney, you, your car, your belongings, all that on your own. And if you get there too early, you better have a hotel because they're not going to let you into housing. You have a specific time that you get to enter housing. It's a process. Yeah. But yeah, so like, yes, it is a job, but they're not going to pay for 1,500 kids to come work for them. Yeah, I will say I did the management internship and they will do uh, relocation for that. So like if you're ever planning on doing like the next step, I don't, maybe certain professional internships might do it too. But uh, if you do a management internship, they will actually pay for your relocation. And I will, I will say... And I will say if you are on the East Coast and you're kind of up there in the upper states and you're a little worried about driving your car down there, because you can have your car on the college program, mm-hmm. uh, definitely reach out to us. I mean, I'll, I can explain more if you uh, reach out, email or whatnot. Uh, the auto train is what yes. I did. It goes right out of Virginia. I put my car on the train. It goes right in the back of it. You Then you go in the front of the train. You sit down. You have dinner. Uh, about 14 hours later, you're in Sanford, Florida, which is right outside Orlando. Uh, your car comes off, you get in your car and you can drive it right to Disney yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. get to be there for when your college program starts. Yeah. So I'm actually doing that this week, Corey. I'm shipping my car to Orlando on Friday this week. My dad has nice. a client who's going to put it on like a trailer, like I always do and ship mm-hmm. it down there. And like two yeah. days later, it's that. That's what I had to do because I live awesome. in Washington state and my car was still in Washington state. Mm-hmm. So I literally had my parents put it on a transfer truck, drove it all the way down here because there was no way I could have survived without a car you can do it it is possible there is a bus system there is uber things like that but it's just so you risk your life every single day going on the buses but you're (laughs) those are not reliable they catch on fire (laughs) especially well especially when you got a group when you have to grocery shop and stuff like that and and whatnot and if you do want to kind of do other things outside of disney yeah uh, i mean obviously one of your roommates will probably have one and everybody will use them Uh, if you want to join a softball team i mean you're really going to uber to the field every night i mean yeah, if you want to be a duck and eat your own car, my dude. Make friends with people with vehicles. If you have the car, <laughs> you're gonna be say. yep, you're gonna be the friends. driver everywhere. Oh, yes. And offer <laughs> your services. Don't be that guy that's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Those people are rude, and karma will get you. Huh? Get it? Car- Never mind. Uh, and, and don't and don't lose your car on the college program. <laughs> but what? We'll talk <laughs> about that another right. day. Always write <laughs> down which spot and which row you park in. Text a friend. That's what Blake does, my boyfriend. He literally texts the same person every time. And he's like, I parked in SCAR 350 or whatever. Tweet it, snap it, put it on your <laughs> child's forehead. Your favorite child's forehead. <laughs> All right. So for typical hours, we kind of already touched on this. So things for like water parks, it could be anywhere from midday to like late, like mid-evening. Honestly, it's not that bad. But then you have Magic Kingdom that you're there till 4 a.m. Like we said before, usually the cps get closing shifts because none of the full-timers want them and Mm. you can work anywhere from a four-hour shift which is the minimum nowadays a four-hour shift all the way to who even knows i've worked yeah i worked a 16 hour on thanksgiving day yeah oh yeah once you get to the holidays it's absurd yeah they tried giving me a 16 hour shift from like bakery and cone shop and i said no i was like no, I, I will. I will say, um, advantage program is still in effect, right? Spring advantage, fall advantage. Yes, uh, that's what I did. You might get lucky if you do the spring. If you just do the spring, or you just do the fall. Yes, you're probably going to be on closing shifts the entire time. Doing the advantage program, I don't know if it was the same for Jared, but I know yeah. that in my first few months, 
yes, I had all the closing programs, but once we got into the fall and all the new CPs came in, mm-hmm. they bumped me up. I, I started, I, yeah, I had a little bit more seniority. I got a little bit morning and, and afternoon and I'd kind of already proven myself by then too. So my managers obviously trusted me with different shifts and whatnot where all the new CPs were getting that. So the advantage program, I would do the advantage program a hundred times over. I'll tell you that right now. Oh yeah. yeah I did too. That's yeah. a good call, Corey. Definitely was the same for me too. So. Yeah. And on that, um, this is like another question. So talking about giving away shifts or like things like that. So if you make friends and you're there for a long time, people are more opt to switch shifts with you. But as a CP, you are not allowed to give away shifts. You have to either call out or figure it out. There are Wait, very few options what? that you can give away. Yeah. Shifts. I have something to say about thing? this. Yeah. Can I, can I touch on this real quick? Go for it. Because this rule was, I guarantee you was put in place because my one roommate. So, <laughs> so my one room, my one roommate, 100%. yeah, yeah I haven't talked to this kid since the program, like 2016. But anyway, he um, gave away all of his shifts. He worked a custodial at All-Star. He was like midnight until like six in the morning. Just like third shift custodial, hated it. So he gave away all of his shifts. This was back in August, 2016. So we all extended our programs. And in the spring, we got an email from Disney saying, CPs are no longer allowed to give away shifts without approval from a leader. So we're like, what the heck? Because my roommate did not work for like 15 days straight. And he had to go to the the office at Chatham and pay rent. Like he had to pay out of his pocket compared to like it coming out of your paycheck. To touch on that, it's also, I know like it was a huge part for the ICPs. Because I don't know a ton about the ICPs, which is the International College Program, but Disney helps out so much with getting your visa and getting you over here. It's basic, I don't want to say a free trip for them, but it's so much easier than just trying to work here on your own. And ICPs would come in and give away all their ships and basically use this as a free vacation. So I will say, being a manager, um, so we had to deal with that a lot. And managers can still approve that. So say like, say you're, you're not taking advantage of that. And maybe, you know, four or five months in, you just, your first time ever asking like, Hey, I never do this. But like, like if you know, you're, if you are close to a manager, like they can approve it, but it is, it's for both those reasons. So uh, what was happening? Cause I worked at the service center too, like in the inside housing at the apartments. And we would get that often where we would get the people that literally had to come and like pay their rent because and that's what they're trying to avoid. But also those internationals, um, what was crazy is they have they have to work a certain amount of hours. Mm-hmm. And so what was happening is some of them weren't meeting the criteria. And guess what? Bye-bye. Their program's cut short. They got to go home. Yeah. And, they're and then sure staffs, now. You know, people in the park and or wherever they work. And so it, it's kind of a blend of both. Yeah. Um, so people just taking advantage of the system and trying to do, you know, be stupid. But. Yes. But more, moral of the story, be responsible. I mean, yeah. you're there on a college program. I mean, you're not a full-timer, you're not a part-time or anything like that. You're literally, they're giving you housing, they're giving you transportation, they're giving you a job and whatnot. If you got to take days off, request off, you already know your schedule in advance and whatnot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously there's a lot of fun things for cast members to do on certain, any given nights of the week and all that good stuff. We get it. But be responsible. Don't be the person that calls out. You have a record card. It is blatant. Everybody can see it, especially if, and if you do, you know, somehow turn the corner down the line, your managers can look at those record cards and see what kind of employee you are, how many times you called out, you're late, no shit. All that stuff. Consideration so much with like transfers into full time, part time, whatever. Oh, yeah. Like I had twelve points on my CP, which I thought was a lot. Blake only had point five and he was there for a whole year. Like yeah. I can't even imagine that. But like I had friends, like I said, that were like 20, oh, he woke up 10 minutes before his shift. And so he was late. So he got a a half point. But some days we get it. Like I was sick a lot during the summer. So I had to call out a lot. So that's why I have 12 points. But I know people that have like 20, 30, 40 points. Like it's a way to get around the system, but it's not. I'm telling you, and I know plenty of cast members who are just, they have a black cloud over them they you know after the cp they want to go full-time or go this go that route couldn't they could not do a thing i'm telling you they look at that stuff you might get lucky you might know somebody but i guarantee you for the majority of you just be responsible be responsible I think the rule is is if you have more than five points within the six months of your program ending you're not even eligible to put in for transfers yeah yeah i might be wrong on that number yeah. but it is like there is a rule for that yeah. I, I think i think it all comes back to like don't call out only because it's, first of all, be responsible, but don't call out because it will affect the operation. Like you do yes. not think it'll affect the operation, especially at the water parks. If you have a lot of people that call out, 
there's sometimes where we can't like open the park on time. We're like, we're, we're like putting coordinators in positions to cover because you and your friend decided to call off to take a day trip to the beach because you thought it was yeah. going to be the right thing. But like your cast, like your peers will see that as kind of like, okay, well, why are you doing this to me? Like we're, we're a team. Like you don't oh, just call out because you don't call you out too. They'll be like sitting yeah. there and out like, is Mitch here? Is Mitch here? Mm-hmm. And like, could you, you can't open up the park without all the slide ups, without all the lifeguards. Yes. Disney isn't stupid. They hire extras, but if enough people call out, we had leaders on stand one day mm-hmm. because people were like, Oh, you mean I actually have to come in? I'll be there in two hours. Like, are you kidding me? Just come to work. The uh, the big no no was using your main gate on the day you call. Out. Well, yeah, yeah, don't, don't be that guy. Don't you will get fi- you will get turned. You will I, get turned. That's, that's the guy that was selling the main gates. My... Oh yeah, don't oh, sell them. Either. Sell him the main gate. What a don't, power move. Don't sell them. Don't use don't, it. Don't go. Don't to the stand out front of the park and scalp tickets with your Wait, main gate. Don't go back. Get you. And when she went to Disneyland, she used her blue ID to get parking. She used her main or her self admit to get in, had just called out from Disney World to go to Disneyland. And she, I was like, aren't you going to get fired? Are you kidding me? Why would you do that? And she literally just said, as long as my managers never find out, I'm good. They don't, they have to actively look in the system for you. I don't promise you please. that's not a myth either. <laughs> like, Bust yeah. two of our cast members and fired them. If that's in your head, don't even apply for the college program, please. Just yeah. do all of us a favor. Yeah. don't post about it either like don't be that person that calls out goes to universal especially if you call out sick post about it like i had people that were like sitting in the break room and the leaders happen to see whoa is that so-and-so what are they yep. doing in Harry Potterland? they called out sick today uh mm-hmm. guess who gets a reprimand that person like don't just don't be an idiot <laughs> like your leaders aren't stupid <laughs> true yeah all right and that was pretty much we've covered like all of these questions which is really nice all right Final thoughts. Does anyone have any tips, tricks, hopes, dreams, concerns, thoughts, questions? I don't know. Do the college program and get the most out of it. Don't be the person who decides to sit at home in your apartment because you're tired. Like you can sleep whenever you want. Like go explore the parks, make friends, do anything. If someone asks you to go to a ride, I can tell you how many times I would be sitting in my apartment at seven o'clock at night. And I would say to myself, you know what? I can go watch the fireworks for free. So I'm just going to drive to Magic Kingdom, make a quick fast pass for Space Mountain, do that and come home because we could do that. It's yeah. worth it. Do it. Yeah. Do anything you can. And don't be afraid to go to the parks by yourself. Like I, 90% of the time I go to the parks, it's by myself. And it took me a while to get over like the fear of having photo pass, take your photo by yourself or having like groups of people around you as you're sitting there in line on your phone for Space Mountain. Don't be afraid of that. Like, are you kidding me? Who needs friends? Go ride Space Mountain. Hey man, preach it. So I have, I've got three things real quick. Um, but first off, if you do get in the college program and you're on it, take advantage of the classes and events that they, they plan. Again, I was an event planner for housing. So this is kind of a plug myself here, but, um, Mm -hmm. do the events. I know Corey, when we were on the college program, we didn't do any of them, which I think there was one pizza party that I went to. (laughs) There was a pool pizza party and we ended up like stealing a whole box of pizza. (laughs) Yeah. We took all the, we took all the, we took all the, we took all the pizza. I didn't yeah. do really any of them, and I regret it. I didn't. Even but, the, like, tours that they do, like, sometimes they'll set up, like, oh, we're going to go to Cocoa Beach. Just pay this fee. Yeah. Or, oh, we're gonna oh go. yeah, I didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah, they do the a lot graduation. of cool stuff. So, again, like, you know, as part of, like, the events team. So, like, yeah, they plan a lot of cool trips to, like, Tampa Bay Rays Stadium. Like, you get to see sports games, and then you get to go to the beaches. and But, like, even the stuff they announce, they do so many pool parties. They always have, like, their big capstone event at the end, like Starlight, mm-hmm. Starlight Splash. Or, um, the the Night of Stars is my favorite. It's a huge talent show for like any cast or college program. Um, what was what was the big dance night at the end? Like the, the winter coming. It's the, like the winter um, formal. Yeah, that was fun. fun. Yeah, that, that was, was so. Was much. We had a great time. <laughs> that was, that was great a great time. time. Oh man! But like, take advantage of that stuff, and even the classes. Like, if you're, you know, a lot of them transfer over into your school, so they are accredited classes. Only but, some of them. Um, yeah, so it, be it depends on your school. Yeah. You have to work that out kind of beforehand. They have categories too, which kind of makes them kind yeah. of like they're yeah. separated into like this group is accepted, that group definitely not. Yeah. Yes, because like I did a few that like you didn't need any sort of permission to do it. But like if you wanted to do the theater class that was accredited, you had to be a theater major. Like if you wanted to do the leadership class, you had to be a psych major. But like I have friends that got those accredited and were able to use those for their actual college. Yeah. yeah. I did an engineering also- one for just engineers and it was like it was pretty specialized, but it was pretty cool because every week we had 
an imaginary we had a you know one of the different guys from the different fields come and talk then that's what bridged us into like the announcements of dewey the ultimate engineering experience and tech behind the dreams like all these little tours and events that are exclusive to cast members that if you weren't in that class you probably wouldn't have heard of mm-hmm. just just because they're so specialized but a lot of cool yeah. stuff and again it's a it's a much cheaper option than taking that a similar class at school and having to pay thousands of dollars for it so yeah um, and then also uh they also have like really cool just disney classes like disney history and stuff that you can go and it might not have to do anything with school but you get to learn so many cool things about the company uh, the second thing i want to talk about real quick was just don't be stupid like we were kind of saying you know like when you're on property and you're living within like housing if you're not 21 like don't drink on property like yeah, it's, it's something too. so simple but the Very amount of careful. people that get fired and have to go home and literally they don't horse around like they'll say the mm-hmm. next day you're yeah, 24 out 24 hours like, we we have jared and i have friends that literally oh i that, mean they got they they got sent home they got caught and they got sent home they don't it's not a joke it is yeah. real life it is really like, real okay this is absurd and this is something that i do not approve disney doing but there was this group that moved in and they moved in during inspections happened to find literally a beer bottle cap underneath the couch. Could not have been theirs. They had just moved in. All of them got termed. If your roommate has alcohol in the apartment and all of you are not 21, then all of you get termed. I was going to say, if they're not the ones who like report it. And I I worked at the service center. I will say like, I think they've gotten a little more lenient on that. Like they'll kind of listen to the case. So like if you are 21, you can have alcohol in there. Even if your roommates are not 21. Yeah. But it's just, mm. it's still sketchy. But again, like you said, so even if you are 21 and you're in like a 21 and up apartment, you can drink in there. Do not drink inside like a non-21 apartment because you, you'll you get fired and sent home for that too. You and get in trouble. everyone will get fired and sent home. It doesn't yeah. matter like who all is 21, who's not. They don't mess around with it. There was, yeah, there was many a party at Vista Way that you could just watch yeah. the security guards walk in and everyone start fleeing. Ah, well. I mean, it was just a way. I feel like yeah. my apartment didn't pay attention to those drills at all. Well, so, yeah, so like, not, I guess we got there, really there lucky. There was one party I, mean, I was hiding in a closet while security. We had a couple. We had like a lot of internationals in mine, and I mean, you know, you can drink when you're 16 or 18 or something. Yeah, like in Europe, they so they came over here drink. and they'd be drinking. And it's like we're not yeah. in a 21 and over apartment. So, were you at Were you at Vista? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, we were okay. right on the basketball court too. I mean, we were pretty, Ooh. we were pretty exposed. That was um, that. Okay. Yeah, okay. basketball court, and then a little short walk around the pond to the tennis courts. We had, some, hey. we had some prime real estate there. Hey. Yeah. All um, right. If you have hello. children, in, wait. I have a really fun fact that I was going to wait till after the podcast, but now I want to say, if you have Just children that. in the car, or whatever, close their ears. But Vista, oh. <laughs> Vista Way was ranked by Playboy like two, three years ago, whatever, to be the second easiest place to get laid in the United States. <laughs> I find that the funniest. Those thing. those numbers have not changed since 2008, people. I'll tell you that. In 2008, they were. It might have been number one. So, yeah, like ooh, oh. some people. No, yeah, that, that's not a real shocker. Be protected, uh, boys and girls. Oh my god! I got one, AJ, I got one last thing to say. Go for it. Oh, I don't think anyone said it yet. Remember, whenever you are on the college program, anywhere you go on property, remember you are representing the company where how you act is always, you're always being watched regardless of you. If you have your name tag on or not, you are representing the company. Mm-hmm. So treat people with respect and let them go about their job. Cause everyone yeah. has a job. Don't get into fights on the softball field. No, no. don't try to fight <laughs> the guy that. from uh, Indiana Jones. Fifty difty little Disney College program wallet thing. Hey, everyone recognizes that. If you have the cast member lanyards, everyone recognizes that. They will spot you out if you were being rude, if you were being obnoxious while you're drinking, anything like that. They will have no problem being like, "So you work for Disney? What's your partner? Who are your leaders? Let me go tattle on you." They have no problem with that. Oh my! One I got a kid busted when I worked at Lion King, and I was a manager because he had his, around his neck his ID. And he was giving our cast member crap because he didn't want to slide all the way down on the bench. And he said, he said, I work here too, so I can sit wherever the hell I want. That's not how that works. You should have more respect for that. And so I came walking up, grabbed, I just said, can you give me your ID? I said, I'll be right back. And I sent an email to his, uh, 
his leader <laughs> over in his spot. Kind of great. Sorry, I know I love I love my cast members, so I got to stick great. up for him. But right. it was pretty funny. The kid was just didn't know what to say. So are um, are lanyards like? Are they not cool? Is that like the noob They're spotter cool. for? You can't have your blue ID showing. No, like... well, I mean, I used to like have like the cool like double card one where you could slide it. You know, it had the little sliders yeah. in it. I, had, I still have mine. Like, the Ministry of Electrical Parade. It kind of brought it kind of brought me back to like freshman year of college where they gave us all lanyards with our student IDs and we'd wear it's them around campus. It's not a thing so in the real world anymore. Like it's a thing in high school, but like I've noticed that people in like I still use. I actually oh, stole all right a college program one range. from Blake because my other one was in. Like it was shredded. I had cards falling out of it. I just remember having like a realization, like about two and a half, three months in, like put the lanyard away. Yeah. It, it's a dead giveaway. It's like um, people are bringing it back. I've actually noticed a lot more of them now. Like the newer CPs latch onto those. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, I wore mine. I let me let me just throw this quick in. After you've done your college program, it's okay if you don't want to leave quite yet and you want to extend your college program. Do not be somebody that we meet and you're on your fourth, fifth, <laughs> looking for a sixth college program. At that point, uh, just full time. Get those guys, I, yeah, I'll be honest okay. with you. Look, Disney has endless possibilities. I know it's safe with everything that's offered to you in the college program, but I promise you uh, from someone who's – and even this whole team, uh, this cast here talking to you right now, there are endless possibilities. Go out there, look for the professional internships, go part-time, do a great job, uh, you know, let them know you want to be full-time. Orlando is, is pretty cheap to live in. Uh, take advantage of that. You already have a ton of friends there, and I'm sure you probably have met a lot of people who wouldn't mind moving back and whatnot and getting a house together and stuff. You can make it work. Uh, again, feel free if you, if you want to talk more about that stuff, definitely reach out to us. Uh, plenty of us can talk on that as well. We can definitely help you through that process. If if you're listening, you did the college program, you're like, I really kind of want to go back and don't know what to do. Uh, please reach out. We've done it and uh, we can definitely help you through it. Yes. And on that note, again, if anyone has any thoughts, questions, concerns, tips, tricks, anything like that for our lovely happiest podcast on earth cast, please shoot it over to us on our Instagram or our Facebook or our email or anything like that. Jarrett, you have all the details you can throw out at them, right? Absolutely. Instagram. Dang, someone didn't write down all the Instagram hashtags yeah, and, and handles. Huh? My gosh, huh? Dang. I don't even need to write them anymore. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> boy. I cannot remember. I can't remember the Instagram, and I made it. Yeah. <laughs> True. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> find us on Instagram at Happiest Podcast on Earth. You can also find us on Twitter at Happiest PC. And of course, you can always email us with questions, comments, concerns at Happiest Podcast at gmail.com and if you're listening you obviously found us on apple Podcasts or spotify but of course you can find us at happiest podcast on earth on both of those subscribe listen and rate us folks let us know how we're doing that was beautiful thank you that sounded like a recording that it's was engraved really in my head it's engraved it was a recording we just we just hit the play button on jared's post-show recording Fun fact, Jared has yeah, the whole time <laughs> I already, I already left the podcast. You guys are just- <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Anything else you can think of? All right. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening, and we shall see you next time. Bye. Later. Good night, everybody. Night.